How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jamie Filer, and I am joined by one of my favorite people, favorite, I mean, I feel weird calling you a student, but uh, one, of my, just one of my favorite people, Sam Anderson, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you? I am well. I appreciate literally everything you had to go through to be on this call today. Thank you so much. Yeah, of um, So one of the reasons that Matthew was, well, obviously myself as well, but really the whole team was adamant to have you on is you have a newborn. I do. Yeah. 11 weeks on Friday. Oh my gosh. She's, uh, she's so adorable. She's so adorable. Um, and the truth is you've been working with TRM for, has it been three years now? About three years. Yeah. And you've not taken a break. Nope. I, I have to have TRM in my life. <laughs> oh my God. So, so let's talk about this because having a baby isn't like buying a house. Yes, it is a transition and, and a bit of a, a bit of a financial drain, but like whatever, in a week you can pack up your house, move, and then go into your new house. And it's not that big of a milestone. You've forgotten about it within a month. Having a baby and running a business is a really big deal, right? Yeah, it definitely was a transition for sure. But of course, with using the TRM, TRM systems, it helped a lot. <laughs> so we'll definitely get into the nitty gritty of how you managed. But let's talk about leading up to the pregnancy. Let's talk about like your immediate reaction. Okay, you find out you're pregnant, you're a business owner. Does your brain go into fight or flight mode? Was there any moment of anxiety, stress, overwhelm? How am I going to do it? I think because I have been with TRM for a while, it wasn't really a concern. Um, I knew there was a lot of work uh, to be done, but I knew what I needed to get done. Um, so it was definitely a lot of hard work leading up to before she was born, which is preparing to make sure everything's as automated as it can be. Uh, but no, there wasn't really a big stressor. Yes, a lot of work, but no big thing there. <laughs> okay, so you're saying set, setting yourself up in advance uh, was really the stress mitigator, right? I would say so, yeah, because I knew exactly what I needed to do, um, everything that we've learned throughout the full TRM process, um, and I just had to implement it. I just had to do the work <laughs> and get it done. So what what did you need? Okay, two-part question. What had already been done in advance so you knew, okay, cool, like that's taken care of. I'm not going to have to worry about that in the first month. Um, and then part two is at once you found out you were pregnant, what did you start preparing in advance? 
Yeah, so before pregnancy, anything to do to streamline it, to make things more automated uh, through using the TRM engine. Um, I use it a lot for every system for people signing up for my challenges, um, which is my main thing. Um, so just doing a lot of work with that and then finding out that I'm pregnant, just um, fine tuning it even more uh, so that I can basically launch it and sit back and take care of a child. Um, a few other things that I did was pre-write content. So I pre-wrote, I send out two emails a week. So I pre-wrote it all the way from January to April. So for four months, um, I also pre did my, I do Tuesday night presentations for my clients. So I pre did those all up for four months. Um, which of course is a lot of work, but as soon as I had a baby, I think the best compliment I had, it didn't even seem like I took a day off work, which I did. Um, it was just so automated and seamless uh, that, yeah, that it just worked really good. That's incredible. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I remember this accurately because my mind was blown. You created social media content in November through April, correct? Yeah, I did that as well. So what I did was pre-scheduled post. So it, yes, it appeared like I was active on social media uh, because I wanted to prepare for my upcoming challenge. So I pre-scheduled all these posts. And what I actually took from that into my next challenge that I'm currently working on, I saved all those pre-scheduled posts in a Google Drive document. And since it works so well, I'm basically going to do the exact same thing for my next challenge. So whether or not you have another baby, your stuff is even more streamlined and automated. Like this can apply to literally anyone. Right? Uh, yes, I agree. <laughs> pretty cool. That's pretty cool to know. So let's talk a little bit about your business model. You mentioned that your challenge was your main thing, but you also did in-person classes, correct? Yeah, so I taught in-person classes probably up until a few weeks before she was uh, born. Um, but yeah, pretty much kept with that. And then I did online classes as well. Um, obviously, I usually do around three to four classes a week, closer to when she was born. It was more like one to two, and then took about a month off of actually doing classes. And then now starting to reintroduce that again. Did you replace the in-person classes with anything? Um, the in-person, I thoroughly enjoy doing some in-person classes. It's more of a way to get out. I know a lot of us online workers need to get out <laughs> instead of being stuck home all the time. So that is more for me. Uh, yeah. me. Of course, there to always help clients. But I'm currently teaching one in-person class a week right now. Awesome. Okay. Very cool. Um, so what advice would you give to moms? No, before we even go into the advice part, let's talk about where you're at now. I mean, like you said, Blakely is 11 months, old, uh, 11 weeks old, sorry. Um, but you've essentially set it up so that you don't have that much to do. How do you spend your days? What, you know, what is a typical day as an entrepreneur, baby mama in the most respectful way, uh, look like for you? Yeah, so essentially, I think because I had to get, not that I have to get back to work, but 
we created a schedule for her and it just seemed to click really well so I could get some work in uh, but basically I give myself half days and full days of work uh, pretty much just three full days of work and a full day might be four five hours is a full day and a half day might be two hours yeah. um, and if I don't get that in I don't get that in but essentially when I wake up um, pretty much until about 10 I don't look at my computer or anything like that um, I can answer messages while I do nurse or do some computer work while I nurse but during her morning time and her afternoon big naps is when I do get my work done and if she doesn't actually end up napping I don't get it done and that's okay um, I do have an assistant that does help out with a lot of things as well so if there's something that has to get done um, I can either send it to her or of course wait till my fiance comes home and he watches Blakely and yeah we have help so that's um, helpful as well but um, yeah it's a steady she does a sleep play or eat play sleep cycle and I just work with that <laughs> that's incredible and I think that's also really important for moms to know uh, I mean not that not that this needs bearing repeating from me of all people, but the baby gets priority. The baby doesn't care if you had a plan to send out your DM outreach from 8 to 8.30 in the morning. And Sam, you just seem to have such a an easygoing attitude about your schedule. Is that Was that always the case? Did you develop that uh, while she was in utero? Was it as soon as she came out? You're like, she's my life. This is what's happening. I, I don't know where it came about, but um, I know when it's her time, it's her time. When it's work time, it's work time. And sometimes work time right now is being cut short. Um, and it is, I know I do have to be a little bit more flexible because she is priority. Um, but yeah, just sort of, I know she's going to continue to change um, and my schedule is going to continue to change. And I think just being okay with that but yeah knowing that yeah she's my priority so i do work around her <laughs> yeah currently but yeah so what would you say uh was the biggest area of your business that when systemized took the most time off your hands where should a new mom or a pregnant mom entrepreneur start in terms of systems and automations? Um, well, I'm like, everything is. I'm trying to pinpoint. I know, I know, but moms are already overwhelmed. The last thing I want to do is be like, just start everywhere. Everywhere. Um, when someone signs up for a program and then being sent the information of where to go and they know exactly where to go to purchase the program, that they can just be able to purchase it without me being there. So I guess click the sign up button, get the message of where to go to pay for the program, pay for the program, and that get put into a campaign or whatever to get a follow-up. Okay. Know. Yeah, so, it's essentially everything, but. <laughs> no, I think, well, it all starts with essentially having your back-end onboarding set up right? Because that's the end part. So the delivery, but then working backwards, um, 
making sure that the process to get the credit card to the onboarding is seamless. Now, Sam, with that being said, um, you know, not everyone has us to join their challenge. Some moms still have to take sales calls. So what do you do about sales calls? Uh, or did you mean after the sale call, send them a link to pay and onboard? Well, yes, most of my challenges, I would say 90% of them do not need a sales call. Okay. Um, but for what I do right now currently with sales calls is she is in a somewhat predictable schedule. Uh, one, I think I sort of made her because she had to be. But yeah. we also say that we have a unicorn baby. She is great. Um, she's currently sleeping right now. And we have someone helping to watch, which is great. Is but good. I think when I tell my potential clients, just like, hey, I do have a newborn, um, give or take five, 10 minutes, like even if the start time is that, and everyone's usually so understanding because I do train busy moms. Yeah. Um, or I might be like, hey, I'm just finishing up nursing. I'll be on in five minutes. Everyone's really good. Or she's just playing in the background or I might need to pick her up, but everyone's usually really good. Um, it's, I think, shows the realism that I'm a real person yeah. <laughs> helping out and um yeah so that's sort of my strategy just again work around her <laughs> yeah. that's such an authentic way of also building trust it's not like you have to demonstrate that you're an authority and come down with with superiority you're meeting them where they're at you're saying hey literally watch me nurse my baby, then hop on a sales call with you and onboard you seamlessly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's so freaking cool. Really? Um, okay. So friends who are listening, if you're a busy mom and especially while you're pregnant before the baby actually comes and things get wildly unpredictable, make sure that from the credit card processing system all the way through getting them into your Facebook group, sending them their intake form, making sure they know what the next steps are. That part is all a templated automation. That's step number one. Fulfillment, we can worry about later, but the most important way to build someone's trust, especially at the beginning, is giving them clear and concise directions they can follow so that they know exactly what to do, right? so that there's very little confusion on their part. Um, Sam, what advice would you give to entrepreneur moms who just heard that they were pregnant and are nervous? Um, just as you were talking through everything, I sort of had the idea pop up. But pretty much when Blakely was born, and of course, having everything systemized is great, but I started sharing more and yeah, previously during the pregnancy as well, sharing more personally, uh, sharing more of being that real person. Um, and I, from before Blakely to after Blakely, my income has improved with taking more time off. Um, so just being the real person sharing that you are a busy mom yourself, um, is definitely key i know showing up and sharing your personal and just showing that you're a real person is yeah. huge um of course along with the systems and everything like that but i think that made a huge switch that i shared like hey um 
does anyone else's babies sleep three to four hours at a time? Like, I think that's crazy, but I read that somewhere is, is, does anyone else? And I just had so much response on that. And not that it had anything to do with the business, but it showed that I'm a real person. Um, and I think from that, it definitely helped uh, boost my income during post baby. The other thing I noticed in coaching you and following you was pretty much what you just said. You took your prospects on the journey with you. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes a lot of us have to wait three or six months before someone finally says, hey, I've been following along. I'm interested. People had like nine months to watch you absolutely crush your pregnancy. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that, again, it just speaks to your authenticity and why you have people who are just willing to sign up for your challenge without a sales call. Yeah, I would definitely agree. And um, versus like things like bouncing back or whatever, I, I haven't shared too much in detail with that, but I have come back decently well. And I think just going working out myself through the process and then postpartum exercise and obviously practicing what I preach and just sharing that uh, journey along with it. Yeah. That has really helped. I think that's beautiful, Sam. And then for moms who just had a baby and the baby is not a unicorn baby, what advice would you give them to, you know, let the, don't give up. It gets better. Like, you know, we'll figure this out together. How, how can you reassure them and talk them down from the ledge? Yeah, I think, yeah, just, it happens with everyone. Like the one time, yeah, like a few nights ago, Blakely is crying like crazy. I'm like, Grant, can you help me? He's like, with what? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and um, just that it is, it happens. Everyone goes through the experience and it does just definitely take time. I know we just like tried everything, uh, go through the steps and just um, do your self-care as well. Um, that has really helped myself through the process and just keeping relaxed and calm. And of course, if you have help, ask for help. It's okay. <laughs> um, you, I can't believe I glossed over the self-care part. Oh my gosh. That's so, I mean, as an entrepreneur, just on my own, I forget to self-care and I don't even have the responsibility of a tiny human. How can you, or what does self-care look like to you right now? So it was hard. The first week, I wanted to walk my dogs, which meant I would leave Blakely for the first time um, ever. Um, and it was probably the hardest walk ever. Not that I didn't trust Grant to watch Blakely, but it was the first time being separated from her. And I almost challenged myself to do it because I, I know that's what I wanted in my lifestyle. I know that was part of my why. I know that would help me. So just focusing on that and just doing a little bit at a time, but it was hard. I did not want to leave and I did felt nauseous during this process, but wow. I just had to get out, do it. I only messaged Grant a few times during the walk, but we made it through. So and then little, um, yeah, I'll leave for the gym for an hour, come back and just that separate time um, has really helped, but it was hard to do for sure. I love that. Oh, Sam, thank you for that reassurance. New moms, even new dads who are responsible for their mini me. Um, please heed, heed Sam's warning, you know, put your mask on first before taking care of your baby. Um, 
but also, you know, baby over business, you can, you can balance them all as long as you have patience, automations, and, uh, you know, a little bit of perseverance too, a little bit of resilience. Sam, uh, any last words before I let you go? I think that was everything that I wanted to touch on, but yeah, thank you so much for this time as well. Perfect. You're an absolute rock star. Where can people find you and follow on your, well, look back on the previous nine months and 11 weeks, but also, you know, your bounce back journey. Uh, everything is SK fitness, uh, Facebook, my website, uh, Instagram is Sam underscore SK fitness, but everything is that. Thank you so much. And guys, we are at trainer revenue multiplier on Instagram. Please make sure you subscribe, like rate, share with your mom, friends, dad, friends, um, let us know what you liked about the episode and we look forward to seeing you on next week. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Trainer Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Train Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money-making, business-building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.